go. Let it go, baby. Let it go. Let it what go. Up, what up, what up? Welcome. Welcome back, everyone. You fucking savages of the wrestling world. You assholes of the wrestling world. You real people of the wrestling world. Yes, you are back for another episode of the No Cell Podcast. I am Dean. That over there is Florida Geo right now. Sun's out, guns out, because he's down in the south. You see me. I have this wonderful hoodie because I'm in the northeast. It is what it is. We're not here to talk about all that. You know, we're here to talk about some of that wrestling. There we go. Now, I have a question for you, Gio. Go on. Because I myself did have have not had a chance to look at the uh, the dark side of the ring this week. I don't know. Did, have have you? Uh, no, I did not. I've been I've been in crunch time, and this is right. the first time school. I'm like, oh shit! I was able to watch wrestling in a timely manner. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we were we've been kind of talking about this like the whole week. Usually we kind of wait. Because you gotta yeah. take a little time to watch the watch the drag. But um, yeah. you know, listen, this has been some pretty good stuff as of lately. Yeah. Um, so now listen, so we have so hold on, where what the hell is this? Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say this this doesn't make any sense. My format was was a little off. All right. Let's get into it for raw. Let's just let's just come right out the gate. We got good old Bobby versus the good old Biggie Langston. <sighs> good match. I figured it set up the Hurt Business versus the New Day, but I'm confused now because did we just get the Hurt Business back for the one night for yeah, this but- angle? Because obviously the New Day were drafted. You know, who knows what's going to happen with Bobby Lashley and if the Hurt Business is still together. Big E is obviously still be on Raw, but will Bobby even still be on Raw? Like, I, I don't know. I'm confused. It, yeah, I don't understand what they're doing with it because it, it just seems like it was a kind of like a one and done because where the hell have they been? They they mm-hmm. disbanded them for reasons I don't know. I thought it was a really good group that they had, right? Like they, it, it worked. And Bobby perfectly. Lashley fucked them. Like, and here's the thing though: when they got disbanded, Bobby Lashley fucked them up. And and I don't have an issue with Bobby Lashley doing Bobby Lashley things, but but the problem is why would these two grown men after they got the shit beat out of them Help, now go yeah. back to the guy who just beat the shit out of them like that's why i think it? it was just a, a quick thing to look cool it, it, it makes no it's like like when the undertaker used to fuck over paul bearer all the time like it was like enough time passed by it's like okay they're back together you know what i mean like remember undertaker buried him put him in cement did all this type of shit and then paul bearer was with kane like you know what i mean it was understandable enough time but it's only been how many months that the hurt business has been exactly and then on top of that though like paul Heyman was was he's uh he was a manager he's not viewed as a wrestler so why would he make sound choices and decisions in those regards of course he would try to stick himself to like the biggest and main event star to yeah. keep himself in that like, he's a manager and then plus yeah. they got the familiar like you know ties you know because of wrestling but then I, when I, I was excited for the hurt business but now yeah. especially with the draft i'm a little confused about like what's going to happen with them um but i guess we'll see this was this still this first match was pretty good some not for nothing biggie and bobby lashley can go for two big guys it's not yeah. like the stereotypical big guy fight like they're able to fucking fight but then also able to like actually kind of get into it a little bit what so about I'm, that slap that biggie through i was like oh shit Biggie has been taking some liberties and slaps with Bobby. I feel like I know. Bobby, like he's just slapping the dog. Like Bobby's like, yeah, now nah, you can hit me. Biggie's like, okay, <laughs> and then just fucking slaps him from fucking all the way to hell. Um, like I said, great match. Wasn't really too not not too much for me personally to talk about. 
just because you see what's happening on SmackDown. I'm just, I am just a little confused in general with what's going on. So I, I you know, it is what it is with me for this. It's but just it was, too. Mm-hmm. It seems unorganized. It's yes. fun. It's entertaining, but it's just very, very unorganized. It's like you're getting, you're getting, you're captivated by these storylines, but a lot of them are not going to mean anything in the next couple of weeks because of all the movements. So like big, like no shit. Big E is going to stay on Raw. We kind of knew that already. They're not going to put him with Roman Reigns again on SmackDown. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Bobby Lashley, he's obviously going to stay on Raw. Then you know the whole because the whole Goldberg things to be. But it, the problem I have is like Bobby Lashley for the past two and a half three weeks has been taking way too many L's. He's been losing match after match after match, and he almost he's supposed to be. What what's his nickname again, Bob uh, Bobby Lashley? The uh, the Almighty. The Almighty. He's not looking very Almighty right now, and it's no. I I'll tell you this. I will tell you because it's it's kind of classic WWE booking in the sense of you know, yeah, he's taking L's, but then we also got to remember who he's taking L's to and the way that he's taking L's. So yeah. you know, uh, like last week, I was like you, like kind of like upset, like you know, and I still am, like cause I would wish he would do more destruction after he loses, kind of mm-hmm. sort of thing, but. I think that Bobby will be fine ultimately because what I can see end up happening is that, you know, once he kind of once Bobby gets over this Goldberg um situation, which was which we'll talk about later with Goldberg's yeah. promo because that was really one hell of a promo by Goldberg, um that I personally enjoyed. But I, I think once we get out of that, you're gonna get Bobby into something. You know what I mean? Like Bobby's gonna get, be back into it. He's got the hurt business. Maybe maybe we get some hurt business versus Hit Row. You know, oh no, I'm sorry. Those hit rows on SmackDown. We'll talk about that later. But like, I don't know. I think I, 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 I think that they're able to get some meaningful, meaningful feuds for Bobby. Like for mm-hmm. instance, one, one feud that kind of like pops up out of me that I think that Bobby could go over with, especially with Bobby taking some L's lately, and this guy being able to kind of, I think, I, th- I think would be a good fresh matchup would be Edge versus Bobby. Yeah, I agree too because I Bobby, think I think that would be a good because that's a main event feud that he doesn't need to to me what Edge represents. I feel as if Edge is supposed to go to the show that has a ton of talent that you necessarily don't want to interact and he's supposed to kind of interact with main event talent to keep them out of the title picture without anyone being none the wiser and then you know diminishing that talent, keeping them He's old. a co- he's like a co-main event kind of guy right now. And Completely. there's nothing I- and I'm not saying that in a negative, like, oh, he doesn't. Mean oh no, it's the great, it's a great thing. No, it is he, a thousand percent because, like, he, because of his age and where he's at in his career, it's almost like you know, in MMA, when people just want money fights, where they end up, they're the end of the road, end of their career. So he's yes, making yes. good storylines and good and and superstars from his name. He like Seth Rollins was already a star, so they it was cool, kind of what they did, but it's kind of oh, I'm I'm glad that it's like running, it's over. You know what I mean? Well, it's almost over. Hopefully. We'll talk After about watching SmackDown, SmackDown like, I was like, oh, okay. What? I loved it. We'll talk about that later. No, I liked it, but I'm glad that it's coming to an end because, like, how many matches are you going to have now? Because, remember, Edge did that already uh, last year with Randy Orton with, like, that that match they had, the, the no-holds-barred match, and then they had a, a regular wrestling match. It's like, yo, it, like, how many repeats are we going to have with Edge? Well, no, I, too much. I, no, I like it because it keeps these – it's 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 one able to keep a main event guy fresh and two i think that it's funny for me it's like once you get past the first match that edge has with the person that's going to be the super long one where you're just like god yeah. damn it after you get past like because the build up to that match is always great that match for me always goes a little bit too long but yeah. everything after that match it's fucking butter like everything is the only speed bump 
to me in any of Edge's programs is always that f- the first actual match because it's like, God damn, it's too long. But everything else is butter, and I expect nothing else. I would love to see him and fucking Bobby Lashley mixing it up um, to kind of keep Bobby out of that main event scene, but able to keep that main event, you know, shine on him and then allow him to kind of transition back in when you know. And Edge would be able to take that L. I think uh, Edge putting Bobby over would be great. Yes, because you need Bobby looking good because eventually we have free agent Brock Lesnar. You need Bobby and Brock. Yep. And then, of course, to do that, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to keep that that shine and that 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 luster on Bobby. And But I do think that WWE is also seeing that because, remember, I think that they shine. I think they signed Brock Lesnar to a year and a half deal. Is it two and a half year deal? Something yeah. like that. So year. there's year an half. year and a half. So, so that's more than enough time for you to be able to fucking. Here's the question. Here's the question. Because, uh, you know, there were some reports on online, you know, for people who read dirt, seat, dirt sheets mm-hmm. that have said, and who knows, you know, take it for the grain of salt. You never know what people are fucking reporting for true effect, you know, who their sources are, what they mm-hmm. say this. But allegedly they want to plan a passing of the torch moment to kind of Brock Lesnar, right? Now, what I'm stating is here is that, listen, you look at everyone who would who would do well with the passing of the torch moment. And you've already kind of seen him become a monster once, and you can easily make him a bigger monster again to have someone in the organization beat him to really get that shine. I think that Bobby Lashley is the perfect person to do that. If you're going to get, and I understand people are going to say Bobby's 44 years old, but that's fine. Bobby gets the rub from beating Brock, and you keep that shine on Bobby because it's because he's shown now in this first run, in this first WWE championship run, Bobby's shown that he was fucking money. Bobby is showing you his money. People aren't tuning out of his fucking segments. They're fucking tuning in. And you thought he didn't have any personality? We fixed that. We got MVP. And then on top of that, for somehow, the MVP shit has rubbed off on Bobby. So you're able to see him now interact with people and shit better. You have Bobby go over fucking Brock. And then you build up a guy. Y'all, y'all already know who's fucking jock. Where we fucking this show has been on collectively. Fucking Damian Priest. You build mm. up that fucking savage. And then you really let him fucking slay a dragon. You get a dragon slain. And then Vince, before I let you go and I'm shut the fuck up, and then Vince, you get your Latino superstar because people have realized that motherfuckers are trying to, like, age is nothing anymore. So fucking, yeah, you you make a superstar out of fucking Damian Priest when he's like, I don't know. You make him that guy like around 38, 39, he's 37 now. You make him that guy 38, like 39, let's say, you're going to get another easily good main event fucking three to four years out of this man look at look, look look at how he keeps himself in shape and he'll still be able to go at a high level before you then but by the time you're looking to tether him off he would have already it, it would be time it would be perfect and and with him with Jamie Priest is like he evolves too that's what's cool is because remember he was like he wasn't he never looked this good physically remember in the indies and stuff he was chunky still and all that stuff right the thing is with Brock Lesnar putting Damian over- Priest is aggressively attractive in the way I did like, and I normally don't even compliment other men like that. It's but I, it's the New Yorkian. He's fucking he he did something. Even the hair was like I don't like the hair, but it works with you, bud. Works yeah, with you, bud. I don't know when he does his little seizure thing in the in the ring. I'm like ah okay, uh, one's enough, but three. I'm like, hey, 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 just, like hey. unless you got some sparklers behind you, it kind of looks like all right, Jeff Hardy, you know. <laughs> You know, like the, the arrow's cool. You know what I mean with the name. I like that. But um, I'm cool with. I, I like that. You know because like at the end of the line, you know, it's hard because Damian Priest is also old as well. He's 39 years old. Bobby Lashley, we know, is a different type of 45. 
How, if Lesnar's he's not forty five, I think Bobby's only like forty two or forty three. Uh, all right, true. Nah. Give, give or take, but he's still there, right? I'm and look at him. You got some more. Yeah, you, you got Bobby more Lashley's years out of Bobby. Bobby Lashley's a different type of 42, 43. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. You're right. Bobby is 40. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? That's what I said. What? Yeah, he's 45. So that, my thing is, if you're going to put Bobby over, I get it. But, Bo- shit, but Brock nah, Lesnar. You can't. Uh. See what I'm saying? Brock Lesnar needs to have a, a few W's under his belt for it to mean something because if he loses to roman reigns at the crown jewel it's kind of like all right all this hype for what you're does losing. he does he but but here's the question though roman reigns has been the champion for well over a year he yeah. hasn't it's not walter's reign but walter different oh my god that's who you have beat brock lesnar oh my god it's right in our face walter is the guy it's not walter happening. is the guy walter happening. is the fucking guy walter has to do it we'll get on that later but all right walter's the guy Volter's yeah. the guy. Okay. Ooh, let me come back to that Black. strong style. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I agree. I, I agree a thousand percent. That However, but Brock Lesnar's not here. Actually, no, I lied. Brock Lesnar definitely would. He, look how he put over Drew McIntyre. He's definitely for it, putting people over. No Brock, offense. Like, Brock is cool with putting people over. He's fine with the storytelling. Just pay the man. That's all he cares about. Hot take. Hot take. Let's Drew go. McIntyre ain't got shit on Volter. I said what I said. He, Drew McIntyre I, don't got shit on Volter. Volter not only would fucking wrestle Drew out of his fucking boots, but when you comes to fucking just being able to encompass, you need to encompass. And if you want to talk about a guy who would be believable yeah. and people can get behind and people that would tune in to watch him fucking lose, but then he never does because he's fucking Volter. You can not no offense, Drew. You're a good guy, but Volter's a different motherfucker. Volter's yeah. a different kind of cat. Put some respect on Volter's name. I still haven't watched. I only watch highlights of 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 his matches and stuff like that. Right? Do you not? I I, I sent you. I sent you. you send, I sent you, you the cock. You, you did not send me anything. Yes, I did. I'm I swear looking at my phone right now. I'm looking Look, right go now. Go back in your emails. I sent it to you. Oh, you sent it to my email. I'm thinking you sent it like. I mean, not your email. email. No, I mean, look at your text message. I sent this to you. You did? No, because yeah. you be sending me trying to send me some shit from Reddit that I won't open. No, because you no, like the Reddit like phones breaking. I can't do that. The, no, the Reddit thing was fucking. I didn't send it to you on Reddit. I mean, excuse me, on the goddamn Instagram. It's, yeah, on the Instagram machine. Nah, I fucking texted to you, and now I'm gonna fucking look back to find it because it was right after we recorded last week. It was right after we recorded. Oh, that's probably why. You know me; yeah. I was in a different state of mind, just studying. So there, that is. It's right there. Oh, I see that beautiful meme that I made. That yeah, but right it. above that meme, I sent it to you. <laughs> I sent it to you. I know people may not be able to see that, but you see. I fucking sent it. All right, I'll watch it after this. But let's move on. Okay, so great opening match. It was a great match. I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? But yeah, it is Bobby needs Bobby needs some W's in my opinion. You think otherwise because of WWE booking? You know what I mean? But no, no, I, I would love if Bobby would get would, would get some um dubs. But the way but what I, what I mean by WWE booking is that in WWE's world, this is kind of what happens. So it's not gonna. He's not losing any luster in their eyes. And then in the fans' eyes, neither. Like, once they insert them back, then because that's just the way WWE has trained the mainstream fan, sort of, sort of, sort of. A um, oh, shit. Didn't mean to do that. You know, get them out of here. I'm like, damn. That's fine. But, but uh, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, all right. So well, now we're good. on. We're on to the next match. And do you want to know what I did for this? What you do? 
I speed searched the fuck out of it. <laughs> what was it? AJ Styles? No. No, I like AJ. It was Eric with Ivar versus Angel Garza and Humberto. Like, I, I don't need to look at Humberto. Um, and then fucking like Eric and Ivar, I want them to do something different. I'm looking Eric at it right now. No, like, yeah. Oh, the Ivar. Yeah. Why they do Ivar like that? No, 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 no. The, uh, Eric. Why they do Eric like that? Why do they do either of the Viking Raiders like that? They're There's so easy. fun. There's so, we, we are we are all team Viking Raiders over here. But you always say not the little one, the big one. I like both of them. But no, they, they yeah, dirty. yeah, they both are good. All jokes aside, they both are good. Yeah, they just do them dirty, and I don't know why. It's it's, it's better ways to utilize their fucking talents. I'm not saying that, of course, everyone can't go over, but there's better way to utilize their fucking talents. And goddamn it, there's a better way to use Angel Garza, and it's get him the fuck away from Humberto. Now, yeah, Humberto's right. kind of. It, it's almost like he's the. He's I'm the good angel, on him. He's like the Angel Gar, like the Angel Garza from Wish. It don't work. I'm I'm good on him. I'm good yeah. on him. Um, they're, they're too now, similar. They're too similar, and then like you can't. If you're trying to make a star out of one, you can't have. It's different, like with the Usos. That's like their thing, right? They're like super similar. They don't have their own own personality. It sounds fucked up, but what I mean is like they don't have their own thing. They're meant to be a tag team. That's yes. what they are. They are the Usos. That's what they are. Yes. Yes. But Angel Garza and the other dude. I don't even know his name. I don't even. Umberto. Umberto, right? Umberto, yeah. So Umberto, I don't, even, I don't even mess with him because it's like you're just there to make Garza look good. Yeah, and I'm like, which I'm fine with, but like, have him in a new, just get him the fuck out of there. Actually, now listen, 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 listen. I know that there has been okay. some people. Some people would say that there has been some ricochet slander on this show. That's what some people uh, would say. I don't even want to, and I'm here to address it a little bit. Now, you can do something with Ricochet. You yep. just have to decide you want to do something with Ricochet. Now, Ricochet is an individual who I believe would do wonders with a really good manager or be a part of a good stable. Let him be able to kind of showcase who the, who the hell he really is, like that personality you get to see on screen, stuff like that. Because let's be honest, like he checks all the boxes. Otherwise, he can go. He's attractive. You know what I'm saying? He may not be the biggest guy, but he sells well, even though he sells like he's a bottom all the time. But that's fine. I like he looks like kids will love him too. He just that's what I'm into. Um, yeah, sure. The whole kids thing that I guess that sounds good too for the kids, but I was talking about for other reasons for me. But listen, I think that Ricochet, but I'm saying he checks all the boxes. The all the boxes. Listen, he Uh, I'm not listen, I'm not a like I always say on the show, I'm not a I'm not gay, but I say I'm not that gay. Why look at Ricochet? I'm like, he's everyone's type. Exactly. So, but and and then you could, you guys like that. I feel as if like if you have the easiest way for you to be able to kind of see a little bit of his personality is let is let the man become a heel. Let him become a heel and kind of let him use all those tools that God gave him. Let him really use that and really shit on everybody else. Like be real cocky. Be real cocky. Man, half amazing. Like yeah. Like look at me. Like first of all, did you know that I can just wake up and just just become number one in the NFL's combine because I'm just that dope because I am an athlete. He has a fucking, he's a part of a stable, but he's a part of a stable that still has characters, their individuality. Like, you know, kind of like old school, what Jimmy Hart stables used to be like, you know what I mean? Like when he would have like a plethora of people down there, you know, in the different Ruffin territories, things like that. Like he should be, he needs it, but there can be something done with Ricochet, but I can tell you this right now. Watching Ricochet, like Reggie is where, no offense, but Reggie's where Reggie needs to be, I think, in my mind. That's perfect for Reggie. He should be doing this stuff, eventually slide back. It's like a manager role where he's talking shit for people 
but Ricochet should not be here. He should be doing he, you there's there's money to be made with him. Two things I, I, I noticed from the match is like red one, Reggie, Reggie's fast, right? But you don't realize how much he lacks wrestling ability when he wrestled Ricochet. Like the regular chain, the chain wrestling commands, he was a step behind. When it's not gymnastics, he does not look good. And that's yeah. not his fault. He was a manager. Maybe he's he's still, you know, he's under he's still under development. It is what it is. But Ricochet would be perfect. If say if he got drafted to SmackDown, if he was with the Alpha Academy. You have the you have the, the two Matt wrestlers, and then you have look the high flyer. And he already kind of has the same outfit, and he kind of he turns into a heel. That would be per he's like, yo, I'm tired of this. I'm one of the I'm an alpha. That but then be- he but then but then he kind of throws some swag on his shit though, because you still yeah. need registered. It's not so still yep. throw the swag, and yep. then he would still look damn good in a singlet. I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I'm not against ooh, I'm not against that at all. Um, especially because honestly, not for nothing. I think underrated. I, I think Chad Gable's actually underrated as a talent, and 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 yeah. especially in regards to like, his promo skills. And that's and who why is, people. That's why Chad Gable like, is a man, though. That's a, yeah. that's a man right there. That's a, that's a man. And he's right. psychology because remember, like even on SmackDown, you hear him for the for the academy doing all this extra stuff, and it works. It he he he's a you, full package in my eyes as well. Just oh yeah. Side. Oh god, Chad Gable definitely is a full package. Um. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. I know that there was a fellow named Bearcat. He was a wrestler back in the day, and I know that <sighs> Keith Lee wants to show homage, pay homage to him. Did he choose this name? I don't know if he chose it. I don't know if Vince did it. All I'm saying is this, is that <sighs> that's not Keith Lee. You got to yeah. like Keith Keith Lee is this fucking over-the-top aggressive baby face. Keith Lee is this big guy who moves on. Like, he's not a big, angry guy. That's not him, to be honest with you. If you wanted to make anybody big and angry, you should have did it with Odyssey Jones. I get it that Odyssey has the nice fucking smile and shit like that, but he's from fucking Coral, New York. Don't y'all fucking forget it. <laughs> mean streets of the 631 raised that young man. So if you wanted somebody to go out here and really be a bully, like I like, trust me, trust me. Odyssey could have been taking everybody's lunch money and slapping the shit out of them and fucking their mamas if y'all would have let them. But bro, y'all wanted football to make star, him Syracuse, bro. Fucking offensive lineman, don't y'all understand that us like I'm an offensive lineman, like ex-offensive lineman wasn't on his fucking on Odyssey's level, but fucking we are naturally miserable people. Like naturally, offensive lineman, we're fucking miserable. We don't. Bro, like I played O line. I know. I played O line and D line. Misery. Well, no, 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 no. You defensive lineman don't understand our struggle. <laughs> Bro, the I offensive lineman side of you. I started offensive line and defensive line. What you mean? That 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 was in high school, right? Yeah. When you but you went to college, you played D line. I played D-line, and I, I switched to rugby after. I said, fuck this. When I saw someone inject growth hormone in front of me, I was like, sure. oh, this is a different level. I couldn't handle uh, it. Some, pe- some people do it. Some people don't. And then, you know, still you can still compete on the level. I was guys. not good enough. I know for – I'm like, I was not good enough. Well, I, I was – I got you. I know you played Division Two. I did play Division Three. I played um all four years, and, yep. you know, I started, and I happened to have played offensive line. So – I keep that misery, like that misery, (laughs) 
doesn't leave you. Like you're just always naturally miss. Like there's nothing positive because you're keeping extra weight on that you don't want to keep on. You got it. The coaches treat you like fucking dog shit. When one mistake happens out of fucking a hundred snaps, you're the fucking worst human in the world. But you're fucking your goddamn your goddamn uh uh skill position players. They could do whatever they fucking need, and it's a it's acceptable. We make one fucking mistake against the world. But I, regardless of all that, all I'm stating is that. If you wanted to make somebody that killer, you could have did that with Odyssey. You could have let him grow into that fucking role. But now you're fucking like, listen, I get it. I, I I know what happened. I know what happened. WWE officials, because, you know, Vince was down there scouting motherfuckers. They had Odyssey up there a few times. They happened to see Odyssey's ass, and they were just like, you know, that guy. How old is he? 27? Huh. Bigger than Keith Lee? Huh. <laughs> Younger than Keith Lee? Huh. Show me that picture of him smiling again. Show me that picture. Show me that picture. Me that picture. Put, put, that, put, put, put that on the screen. Do y'all see that? Do y'all see that smile? Baby, we got fucking junkyard dog right here, y'all. That's what we about to do here. Now, listen. That's what, that's what happened when they saw Odyssey. The issue is the fact that Odyssey and Keith are kind of similar. I could be wrong, but they're kind of similar, right? In the way that they, like, you know, when in their, in their ring style, and even you could say that their kind of characters could kind of be a little bit similar. So WWE probably saw it was like, you know, they have that probably, aura to them, that aura. We're probably going to be bringing Odyssey mm -hmm. up soon. So why should we have him have to compete with fucking Keith Lee shit when Keith Lee is right now killing it with the limitless and shit like that, which you just should have should have just let Keith Lee stay Keith Lee. And just if you were you still want to do this thing with Odyssey, you could have still did that. And then Odyssey, when he came up eventually after Keith Lee's been doing it and you needed to turn Keith Lee heel, he could have been the perfect reason for Keith Lee going fucking heel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but regardless, like that's like two or three year term Keith, booking. That Keith, I'm thinking. Keith Lee is a big guy, but you know uh, his whole thing with he had a terrible bout with COVID. I totally understand that. But which makes him the greatest baby face in the world. How many people go out there and die from the COVID? But no, Keith Lee almost died. But he said, "No, death, you can't take me. I'm coming back." And then you know what? You know why I came back? For all you people, each and every one of you. And when I came back, it gave me a new vision on life. It gave me something, something new I wanted to do. And you know what I need to do? I have to take every moment and live it as my last because I learned that I could do that. And to do that, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to win the WWE Championship, people. Motherfuckers would have lost their goddamn minds. Keith Lee coming back beating COVID and beating people's asses. Ow! Oh, there's not a bigger baby face. You saw the promo he, he fucking released online when he told that shit. Oh, baby face, baby face. Problem is, problem is, Keith Lee is older. Vince sees that. Everyone sees that. And they're like, all right. Like you they're said, giving they him the Odyssey. Samoa Joe treatment. Yep. They have Odyssey Jones, right? I don't know what it is with WWE and up up and coming talent like keith lee has been around like the indie scene he's very well no nxt he was killing it basketball all that shit but if for some reason the wwe doesn't see it in you but you are so over with the crowd they try to just change everything about you so it fits their narrative and it fucking sucks because even when keith lee was being a fucking bully and his name is bearcat now and just fucking molly whopping that that little dude they still were cheering for him. He's so over. He could do anything. It's, that's what I'm trying to say. What they should, you're just supposed to let Keith Lee stay Keith Lee. 
then you could do what you want with Odyssey. You're literally changing his name. And what, what's up with his attire now, bro? And listen, what, also, two people, and we shirt. have, let it be known, shit. we have no inside sources. We have no fucking idea nope. about any of this shit. I don't want you guys fucking, like, we have, this is literally us just fucking shooting shit at the hips on what we are seeing and what we're just, like, kind of perceiving. Um, it, it really makes no sense. They 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 should have let Keith Lee be Keith Lee, and like I said, still let Odyssey be Odyssey. And then when when shit went down, let that let that be the reason that fucking Keith Lee goes here. But fuck it, all right. Keith Lee wins. On to the next thing. We spent enough time on that. Um, now, oh gosh, oh gosh. Oh, all right, let me see. All right, this was Damian Priest versus um, you know, you had to be searched. I be searched it. I don't even talk about it unless if I if if Damian Priest and Sheamus are in the same sentence, I don't give a fuck. If it's Damian Priest and Jeff Hardy, I don't give a fuck. If I hear Damian P- Priest versus someone else other than those two, I'm good. I am good right, with Sheamus well, against someone else. Either way, Damian Priest won, but we can speed search it. I'm not mad at it. It was a good match though. Um, but I we can speed search that. Now listen here. It was a good match the first 45 times. You, I'm not no. mad at you, but listen, can we talk about this one? Um, how I speed search the fuck out of it. Jeff Hardy, Mansoor, Mustafa Ali versus Veer Shanky and Jinder Mahal. First of all, let me tell you this. I forget which, whichever, who's ever not the biggest one. I'm not talking about Jinder Mahal, but out of Veer and Shanky, I forget the motherfucker's name. Who's ever the one that's not the biggest. That's the guy. That's the guy. That's Ooh, the, that's the, beard, the guy. The beard, the beard. That's, that's, that. That is the fucking guy. I know people yo, are gonna say if he if he was he that much of a guy, why don't you remember his name? Because the whole made, group is like whatever. But that's the guy. He made a he just jumped up and did an elbow drop and made it seem like it was the most lethal thing. Like he just the way he sells and does everything is fucking. It's so villainous. Oh my it's gosh, he's the he is like first of all, let's let's talk about it. This is the guy. I, I in my mind. Yeah, he could up. be a legit. Oh yes, it's Veer. Yeah, Veer is the one that we fucking like. His name Let wouldn't me... be Shanky. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny because that's the one I, I immediately was like, mm, Veer. Um, let, let 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 us let us tell you something, um, people. This guy. This this is a guy. This is something. He looks like he'll this guy. Good. This guy has this guy. This guy. This guy. This guy can go bye bye. This guy, ugh. this guy, this is money right here. This is money. And let me show you what else is money. Let me show you what else is money, right? Let me show you what else is money. I'll show you. I'll show you what else is money. Ali and fucking what's his goddamn name? I don't know. I don't pay attention to him. I don't care. No, let me about tell you something. Too. He's money too. But you put his ass on SmackDown. He's a this is a perfect fucking guy for SmackDown, right? He's for SmackDown, right? Let me tell you something. This guy right here, this one, take this off. Let's let's just fucking take that off. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want him. He was on the shield. I don't want that one. I don't want that one. But this this guy, whatever. This fuck, I don't know. The fucking Ali, you what you do is you keep his ass on Raw. Separate these two motherfuckers. Get these motherfuckers away from each other because you don't need to insult their fucking intelligence, their fucking um, their fucking worth and athleticism, and how good they are as fucking hands, and have to put them together. Keep them separate. Let them do their fucking things because t- them two separate would do a lot better for both of their careers and the company. And let me tell you about this motherfucker by the name of Veer. You get let Veer 
listen, if you want to keep this whole thing with Via Shanky and Jinder Mahal going on for no minimum of six, six, one months, I'm fine with that. But what needs to be happening is right now, in this moment, and I mean this shit, like this should have been happening yesterday. I need to see Veer start getting frustrated with both of these motherfuckers. I need to see Veer put both of these motherfuckers into the ground. And once Veer does that, let Veer go and do things that we need Veer to do. I should be seeing Veer win championships. I should be seeing Veer putting people into the ground. I need to see Veer eventually versus Walter. I'm telling you, none of us <laughs> would be disappointed. I got to watch these Walter matches now because you put them with everyone. So, Because Walter should be the champion. Walter, Walter is the fucking guy. Listen, how old is Walter? I know what he looks. I know who he is, but how old is he? I, let me. I don't even know how old Walter is. It doesn't even matter how old Walter is. Walter is like fucking goddamn Thanos. He's fucking timeless. You understand what I'm saying? Let me see. Uh, you, you, you don't even understand fucking how dope Walter is. Oh! He's only 34, baby. Only? He's only 34. You can get some good years out of Walter when you're looking at everyone else in WWE oh, yeah, right now. Oh, my fucking God. Walter, do you even know? He's lost weight recently. Like he is, Walter is a fucking guy. That's my guy right there. I fuck with Walter. You're right. I put everybody with Walter because yeah. Walter should be the fucking guy. All right. Walter, like I'm saying, Walter, if you're talking about somebody who should be taking over Brock Lesnar's position, it's Walter. There's no one else. There's no yeah. one else in that. Like you said, Bobby's too old. You know what I'm saying? Like Bobby can't be, can't be what you want fucking um, um, goddamn, like, you know, what, what you want to be because of the longevity. You want to have somebody that you can, you know, have and make a few guys. Volta can be that for WWE. They just do what they got to do with Volta. But all right. Um. So we speed search that match because nobody cares besides Veer being great. Um. And then Mansoor and Mustafa just need to be away from each other. All right. Karen Cross versus Jason Riker. Um. Another match I didn't give a fuck about. Um. Yo. First of all, we need to talk about. Got to talk about the finish of how bad that chokehold was. Pull it up. I don't know if you could pull it up. I can't. Um. I, I, uh, no, uh, the picture of it, I guess. Or, or type in. No, uh, no, you have to send it because didn't you send it to me? Yeah, but I think you, yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you here. Send it, send it, send it, send it to the Black of the Berry Instagram chat. And then that way uh, I can pull it up on the screen. Yeah. Like when I say that shit was terrible, it was pretty, when you, it was pretty bad. It was, it, 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 it was, it was pretty bad. And I can't, when I, I said, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So, you sent that to me. I was kind of, I was dying. Set, set up, set up the picture for them while I, I find this picture real quick. Wait, no, no, no. I can't set the picture till you send it. No, no. Set, like paint the picture for the audience. Tell them what happened. Oh, so you have this match between Jason Riker and Karrion Cross, and Karrion Cross was going to be going over as we all would assume. Um, but then the, the what, what um Gio was talking about is that Karrion Cross basically he's supposed to be getting a sleeper hold. Am I correct? Effectively, yeah, whatever his the cross, whatever he calls it, it's whatever. But but effectively, anyone uh, anyone else would just call it a sleeper. That's what right, he's I just fucking trying I just to put someone on, right? All right, perfect. Try to get him in a sleeper. Um, what <laughs> he fine. put him in was not that. All right. Um, and we're about to share it right now. It was like this. It, it was, it was bad. Y'all about to get into the Black of the Berry Instagram chats real fast. There we go. Look at this. What is this? Look at that. He doesn't have it on him. It's on his chest. Like, like, bro. Great acting, though. This is great acting. Look at this. Like, this is bad. What is this? Come on, son. 
This is bad. What the fuck is this? Shit? <laughs> this is bad. That was my reaction too, because I just love the all, what the fuck is this shit. It's and great. the and the and the crazy part is what's his name? Uh, the announcer. He was from Bellator. I forget Jimmy something, right? Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. Which he's a black belt. And he, he he's like, oh man, sometimes you don't even need it right under the chin. Sometimes you just squeeze and that's it. He had to sell that, and you know he was probably turning like, what the fuck is this? Well, listen, besides that, can we can we say something about Jimmy Smith real fast? Can I just say this what? one thing about Jimmy Smith? What? Listen, they brought in that other dude. I don't know whoever the fuck that guy was. Um, the baseball guy. He fucking sucked. His voice was nasally. I fucking couldn't stand him. They got rid of his ass. They signed Jimmy Smith at the same time. Jimmy Smith is fucking money. Listen, let me tell you something. This is what I hope they're doing. I hope they're training Jimmy Smith to be the next voice. Keep Pat McAfee as it is because, you know, Michael Cole is getting older. He's not going to want to be on screen for so long because he does have backstage roles as a head producing all of the other fucking announcers. Let his ass transition because Michael Cole is great. But I need to, or you, I need to see Jimmy Smith and fucking McAfee get together. Do you understand the shit that would be talked? Oh, amazing. All right. Now, on to the next match. So now we have Riddle versus goddamn AJ Styles with Omos. I'm, I, I am getting a little old of this. AJ Styles wins. It's kind of, you know, the same thing. It was thing whatever. That you see. We don't even yeah. have to talk about it that much. It's whatever. It's like um, the same thing with Seamus uh, and Damian. It's like you're regurgitating the same people. It's a revolving door, and I'm kind of tired of it. Like, how? why do, why do we keep doing this? Let me say this. This next sequence was very interesting for me because I called one of them. But I will say this. Now that Dewdrop is getting away from Eva Marie, we need to make sure that Dewdrop can stop all the stop all that. I don't need that from her. I don't need that from her. I just I just want she, let her be, let her be her like she don't let her be who she was in NXT, in NXT UK. I don't need all this other extra direct shit, right? Because and then something else too. And I'm not saying this to be disrespectful. I need Dewdrop to drop twenty or thirty pounds. Listen to me. Because if Dewdrop drops 20 to 30 pounds, she's still a big girl, but now she's moving the way she needs to move. And she can move now. But when I, but imagine if she drops yeah. 20 or 30 pounds oh, yeah, now, and shit, maybe even 40, but definitely 20 or 30 pounds. <laughs> well, no, 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 because you don't want her to get it too small. You see yeah. what I'm saying? No, I so, agree. But like 20, 30 pounds, and now you got her moving now, this is different. But besides when Dewdrop is doing all this and all that, her versus I was very I liked it I liked it and I was but even with that I'm like okay you can see this of course Charlotte wins supposed to win even Marie comes out Ugh, fuck this bitch now what's great is that she got laid up first of all yeah, yeah oh what you gonna talk about a text message no about the okay. about the Shayna about with Shayna remember you were talking we were like yeah she needs she needs to beat up some bitches I would have preferred Natalia but you know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, now, I'm now, she beat up who she was supposed to beat up. Yeah, and y'all know who that now, was. Now, even Marie's gonna ride off in the sunset. Yeah, let her be a manager or something. She should be a manager. Um, just like, 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 just have her be a manager or something. Talk to her. She could be a good manager, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, now, but like I said, that that whole sequence was pretty good. Um, 
All right. So after after we have that, then well, you wait, have talk the- about the Shayna Bla- uh, Shayna Baszler thing, what she did and everything. Because you call, you were talking about you said you wanted Shayna to just be fucking. Shayna just on. came out and Shayna just beat the shit out of Eva. Then she stomped on her fucking hand and the crowd was chanting, "Do it again or it looks another bad one." Too because she got some mobile oh, shoulders. Yes. I can't do that. I was like, I would have loved if she just gave her another one on the other one. Just like fuck it, do both of them. Fuck it. But because Shayna looked at the ref and then I guess the ref was like got some feed from the back and they were like no don't do another one but she should have did another one because the crowd was going ape shit for it i even looked um, at it, I, was like, I can't i was like that was but it was that was that was very good then then we got the goldberg promo i didn't even watch it so i don't know what happened okay <laughs> I, so we got the goldberg after that we got the goldberg promo i couldn't watch it the the goldberg promo promo was actually good and it actually it's like okay i could kind of see this I can, I can, I can do this other match. I can do this other match. You better sell it really good for me because I don't know. I, I can't really sell. It. Like first, of all, okay. Let me just tell you this. This is the only reason I'm selling this match for you. In this, this household is very. Listen, this is a very fucking pro black and Latino, pro Latino black household. So Latino and black stars tend to heavily go over in this household. Bobby Lashley not only is beloved by me, but my partner loves the shit out of him. So Bobby Lashley, like. Holy shit. <laughs> hey, Bobby comes on screen. He's like, yes. I'm like, I get it. I get it, dog. <laughs> he's like, Bobby shouldn't lose. I'm like, Bobby should never lose. <laughs> like, even I think even when Pat McAfee said that thing about, oh, you know, if we got invaded, you know, if we, you know, wanted to choose a human to defend us, we would choose Brock Lesnar. Like, Justin was like, no, we shouldn't. There's Bobby Lashley still walking. <laughs> like, yeah. So... <sighs> That's the only reason we're watching it in this household is, is because of Bobby. We know Bobby's going to lose, but you just got to give support for the home team. Um, the same way that we give support for Damian Priest um, with impunity. <laughs> impunity. You understand that's why that? That's why Bobby needs a, a couple wins under his belt. Because Let me tell you something. He's going to drop the Goldberg. The only reason I'm not hearing a, revol- a revolt from him the same way I heard a revolt when Becky Lynch beat fucking Bianca Belair is because Bobby lost to Biggie. Like you know what I mean? The only like when Bobby was Biggie, he was like, "Who was it, Biggie?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, mm, "Okay, okay." It was like he wasn't happy with it, but I'll take it. Like I'll you know what I'm it. saying? I'll like, allow it. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, "Okay, okay, we could do it." But fucking with Becky K. Batch, oh goddamn! It was like, why Ooh, is she I was winning? So mad. <laughs> um, okay. So first of all, um, I'm just gonna say it on there too. People who are listening, y'all already know. Y'all already know who my man Saeed Dukes is. Y'all mean, yeah, that's my man, my ace boom coon. Y'all know we be talking wrestling and shit. Um, eventually, once me and Gio have laid the groundwork of who we and we are, we'll eventually have people coming in on certain spots. Dukes is definitely one of them when it comes to the wrestling. But that's after Gio and I have laid the groundwork on what the fuck this goddamn thing is. Now. We still crawling, baby. We still crawling. Him and I, him and I were talking, though. Me and, me and my man Saeed. You know what I mean? Grew up with them with fraternity brothers as well. And we both have an interesting take. And listen, okay, we get it. The ending of the ending of the of Raw was Bobby Lashley versus fucking Biggie in the big in, in the steel cage. You knew what it was gonna be. Biggie gets the win. Goddamn Hurt Lock tried to fucking come out there. New Day came out there. New Day fucked up the Hurt Lock. Then goddamn New Day and Hurt Lock gets ejected. The goddamn ending is Biggie hitting up hitting a big ending off of the second rope of the cage to Bobby. He wins one, two, and a three. Back on moving forward. Now listen here. Let's 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 talk about something 
that was a little more interesting than that. And I'll really take more interesting because we knew what the end of that was. And that was a hell of a match. It was a good match. I would tell people to go look at it again. I think was, I, I, I like that cage match between Bobby and, and Big E. I did Especially too. the beginning with Bobby fucking Big E up. Now, well, wait, before, I just don't, I get it for dramatic effect. You know how stupid it looks is like you could just open the cage door like Biggie is down, but Bobby is choosing to climb. Like he went, tried to go through the cage door once, right? And then all of a sudden he's like, you know what? I'm going to try to climb and do it really. It's just like, dude, just be a heel and try to go through the. It, it just, it looked, it, I it, think it, it didn't work for me. That part, it looked like you're going to try to go over now. You tried it three times and then you saw how easy the door was. You see what I'm saying? It, it just was like, it didn't work. Cage matches are rough. And what I mean by that is, is because the psychology of cage matches have gone all over the place. See, when I think of cage matches, right? Go over. I think of, no, fuck that, man. Think about the psychology of them. I think of something, I, I think of Magnum TA versus Tully Blanchard, right? Starcade, I think it was 85 or 86, I forget. You see what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. a state, that's a steel cage match. The reason they have to have a steel cage to make sure no one else can get in is to keep these two in there. There has to be a fucking winner. I think that I think that the way that you win a cage match should fucking change. So that way it's more emphasized on beating the shit out of your opponent. Because before a cage match was you and I hate each other. We're doing this to keep us inside, everyone outside. We're gonna fucking figure a winner out. So the fact that you do have such an obvious way to get out. And people don't take it. It is fucking it, it. It fucks with the psychology that is wrestling. I think you should make it to rest. Once you motherfuckers get in, if you want to win by getting out, you have to escape over the top. Otherwise, submission, pinfall in this motherfucker right here in the ring. You see what I mean? I think that would make the matches more intriguing to 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 the viewers, and then also it would make it a lot more simple for the wrestlers when they're coming up with it. And then when they're doing certain things, the crowd can buy it more. Understand that, oh, they they can only win this way or that way. It's like, remember when Ken Shamrock, when he came from the UFC and he had the Lion's Den match? That's what the cage matches should feel like. Remember that shit? Yes. Yes. It should be like, yo, you're not leaving here. You know, we're fighting. It's just you and I in here. Cage matches kind of turned into just a quick way to win. Just try to climb over. And that's not the point of it. The point of the cage is like, but that's what Hell in a Cell has turned into, where these guys just stay in there. So it's kind of been blended now, right? And yeah, like but no, know, but I think. It, oh, I'm sorry. No, it should stay. It, it should be how you put it. Like this is why we're in here. We're here to fight each other. We don't want anyone interfering, and it should just be you and I. You and I. We're gonna figure some fucking things out. Right now, when I say yep. right, I mean right now. We're gonna figure this shit out between you and I. Um, but like it's got blended. But then when you say the hell in the cell, I feel as if I feel as if the hell in the cell is a little different because the hell in the cell at that point is we can only win by a pinfall or submission. Yeah, but I can use this cage, I can use everything under the ring, and I can still fuck you up. You see what I'm saying? So that's why, like, I'm fine with the I'm fine with the the goddamn hell in the cells. All right, now let's get on to it. Smack down. Day one of the draft, people. This is when. Listen here, listen here, people. This is when I gotta put the camera up. This is when things got crazy. I gotta stand up. This is when things got a little bit interesting. I would say. 
we got the mixing and the jumbling of brands. You first off have Roman Reigns going to smack down. After Roman Reigns is chosen for Raw, you got Biggie Langston. Then the first woman chosen for SmackDown is Charlotte Flair. The first woman chosen for Raw is goddamn Bianca Belair. And this leads me to the point that I originally was going to make with Gio. This leads me to the point. Now, you have Charlotte Flair on SmackDown with the Raw Women's Championship. Raw Women's Championship. I know, you know, it's How's three weeks. Work? Hear me out. Hear me out. But in three weeks at the Crown Jewel, we have Bianca, we have Charlotte, and we have Sasha. If the man loses her title to Bianca, but Sasha Banks gets pinned, and now Bianca takes that to Raw, interesting title. And then you keep Becky on SmackDown with Charlotte. I like it. Let them figure it out with Sasha. Now you got that as a main event mix, but then I think one person has to be inserted into that. Because you got three main event talent women, but you need one more. And then not for nothing, Becky is a heel, so is Charlotte. So that'll be a little weird, but then you could still have them going against each other because they both like don't kind of give a fuck and shot like either way. I think that could still work. No, you actually can't keep all three of them over there because Sasha's a heel too. But you got rid of Bianca Belair, but you have somebody else who I think would be a great babyface with even even in the middle of all three of them women, and the fans would buy immediately because she's over like fucking Rover. I think people forget that. Feel the glow, Naomi. Ooh, yeah. But she has to get through this shit with Sunny, De- uh, Sunny Deville first. Sonya I Deville, think that's the me. perfect. But that's it's kind of like setting. They're, they're setting up a. We keep thinking like, oh, well, what if she gets with Naomi for the to be with you know to be a part of the bloodline? What if we see Naomi go heel? Nah, man. This whole there's there's too much money with fucking Naomi as a baby face, especially with or, the and everything. Hold, hear me out. Because she's because remember she's fighting the establishment. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Fights the establishment, proves her worth. Then you have her win a championship. You made sure you got her away from Bianca, because Too I know what way. some people I know what some people would say is like, oh, it's fucking fucked up that you, Justin, of all people, would say that. I'm just being real. If we want both of them to flourish, or we want both of them to flourish, they can't be on the same show because unfortunately we're not at a place where America could deal with two of them on the same show. The same reason you wouldn't have fucking New Day and the goddamn Street Profits on the same show. Two fucking babyface African-American teams. But it works. I liked it. (laughs) Not on the same show because eventually, because only one of those teams could be the guys in that babyface. Yeah. Put them on the other show. You could be the guys over there. Y'all could be the guys over there. And eventually, when we have Raw versus SmackDown, we can get the New Day versus the Profits. Again, that we've already had it before when the Profits won. But you see what I'm saying? But we're forgetting, you know who would be the perfect vigilante in any of them, because everyone seems to be a heel, right? Sure. Plug in Shayna Baszler in any one of those. If between Charlotte Flair and um, who are we saying? Charlotte Flair and uh, 
who was she supposed Charlotte, to go Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky, all three of them are baby fit. I mean, excuse me, all three of them are heel. But they, all three of them work. But Shayna Baszler is almost like a vigilante. Look what she did to Eva Marie. Eva Marie is an asshole. You're uh, true. The, you keep her as a vigilante. Hold yeah, on. What's her na- and what's her name? Uh, that she Ooh. just did. Anaya Jax. Look what she did to her. Because Nia's a Hold heel. On. So can she's you, kinda- can you, you keep this up. I have to make me another tequila because one tequila is delicious and this conversation is great and we are getting into more. I need another drink. Keep keep it going for the people, Gio. Uh, I will be right back. Listen, <laughs> break 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 it down what they need, Gio. Break it down. All right, bet. So, how I think it should go is you have right. You have Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte should is on SmackDown, right? And then you have you have you're gonna keep Becky. You're gonna have Becky Lynch on SmackDown once she she loses the title, or you can interchange any of them. I would like to see Charlotte Flair and Naomi and uh, Shayna Baszler. It's perfect because you have the baby face. You have someone like you. You have someone, um, not baby face. Uh, you have a baby face like Naomi, and then you have a heel like Charlotte. But Charlotte is also pretty over. She's kind of in her own in her own realm. And then you have someone like Shayna Baszler that is neither neither good nor bad. She would be the perfect fit in there. And then if once Becky loses her SmackDown, once this all happens, right? Once Becky loses her title, where she drops it at Crown Jewel, whatever way it is, whether whether it's um, like Dean said, um, what's her name? Uh, Bianca oh. Belair, Bianca Belair pinning. Uh, what do we say at Crown Jewel? What's her name again? <sighs> She, Bianca could yeah, pin uh, pinning, pinning, uh, pinning Sasha. That's Bank. Pin Sasha in this. So, so if Becky goes to Raw, it's it's just a fresh chapter. It's almost like the Finn no. Balor thing where the no. Demon didn't lose, but he did lose. So basically, yes. I was just painting the picture of how Shayna Baszler fits in any of them. She's perfect for the Naomi and Charlotte Flair if they ever beef because she's uh, neither heel nor uh, is she babyface. <laughs> she's right in the middle. Oh my gosh, Sasha Shayna Baszler. Is amazing. Um, she's everything. Yeah. Um, uh, I love me some Shayna Baszler, but I also love me some Naomi. Yeah. Um, I think I think Naomi could be a big star. And and here's the unfortunate thing. And this makes uh, Naomi like uh, if you if 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 Bianca wasn't coming up, Naomi probably would have been in that spot. Yeah, because but Naomi the, was cooking. They're not the same. No, 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 no. They're not this. No. But they're both. The issue is that when you look at like Sasha's, excuse me, Nate, um, uh, Bianca Belair is a bigger, stronger, faster version of Naomi. She is a bigger. She doesn't do the dancing thing, but I'm talking about in ring wise and yeah, doesn't do the butt thing. But because Naomi can wrestle, that's what people freak like Naomi to be a like she was an ex dancer. <laughs> Naomi gets down. And Naomi is also down to fucking do like Naomi will be like, I've seen Naomi in matches and shit got stiff. And and it was be and you can tell it was because Naomi said, nah, like Naomi obviously had a conversation with girl in back, and she was like, yo, shorty, lay it in. Cause then you see Naomi giving it back. Like, I'm telling you, I I I I, I love me some Naomi. And, yeah, she. I think this is her time to shine, and and then Bianca Belair leaving to Raw is gonna let her shine. And it's unfortunate you can't have both of them on the same show because but, one's not a heel. Yeah, that's the only reason. If one was a heel, it wouldn't matter. 
But right yeah. now, both, 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 it just makes WWE sense. WWE never wants to have the Rock and Stone Cold issue ever again. That's the thing. Is you can't, like now, you can't have two baby faces. You can't have two number ones. I think you could. And I think that they're but doing they don't it want just, it. They no, don't want it. No, I don't know about that because they're, do, because guess what? You have it in the women's division with Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. You they're can't say heels, you don't. Though. They're two heels. I, I just said you, in, in the heel version. In the women's yeah, division, yeah, but it's different with the baby. Like you can have, you can have all the heels in the world, and they could be number ones, right? Like look at, uh, like like Triple H, uh, Kane, Undertaker. Like they were all heels at the same time. It didn't matter. But I would, then, I would say, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But when you had, remember when Stone Cold was over, like a motherfucker, and then The Rock was over. They both were baby faces. Even I can't even say. You know what? The Rock was a heel. Like for example, like Charlotte Flair, she's a heel, but she's so over no matter what. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. long live the queen! Woo! Everyone still does it, and she's a heel. It doesn't matter. What I think is, I think WWE would love to have that, and the reason being is because one, you have two different brands. If we can get big stars on every brand, now we're fucking cooking. We want as much big stars as we have, and I think that's the, I think that's the reason that WWE has the booking that they do, especially at the top level, because they kind of want it. You obviously want to have main event talent be a main event talent, but you want to have it to rest if a main event talent is in there. Certain things can happen to them, but you still have to respect them as a main event talent. It's been maybe it's just WWE booking is not it's not fucking is not what you would call historical or old school booking, but it's, it, it, it is what it is. Now, let's get into something. Let's get into the business of the number one overall draft pick. It came from SmackDown, but he was the number one overall pick that they chose within WWE. And the only reason they did that is because he is a part of the bloodline. He is the one that you are supposed to acknowledge. Geo last week in the intro tried to say, acknowledge me. And of course I did not. But, <laughs> but this next man, we all have no choice but to respect and acknowledge to a point. Roman Reigns comes out with Paul Heyman talking that good shit and he is interrupted by the lumberjack the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar you understand that that's what he did Brock Lesnar comes out there Exchanges some words with good old Roman. And what happens, people? Brock clears the ring of Roman, beats the hell out of both of the Usos, and sends everybody packing. You know what absolutely kills me? Because later on in the show, actually, fuck it, we're here. We're talking about Roman. We're talking about Brock, and we got to talk about it. I am so it's, – it's a little baffling to me. How invested I am into this goddamn soap opera that is Brock, Roman, and Paul. Because, all right, we have this situation, right? You see the draft continues you on the SmackDown. Because right now we're going to use this segment to talk about Roman and, and, and the bloodline as well as Brock. What you end up seeing is that there's later on a promo. Jeff Hardy was talking to Caleb Braxton. Brock Lesnar interrupts Jeff. Jeff gets the hell out of Dodge. Brock takes the fucking goddamn the microphone away from good old Caleb Braxton. And then what happens? Brock says, thanks to my friend, Paul Heyman. I am now a free agent, and I'm able to do whatever the hell I want to do. And he throws the microphone down. And then what happens after that, people? Like a perfect soap opera. It transitions right over to the bloodline with the wise man. 
And the wise man must have took some acting classes and he decided to take some of them clear eyes and he put yeah. some in his eyes <laughs> and his eyes were red and we were seeing his big ass sit there like the tomato that he is and he's just holding his face, having the hand drop down. And Paul Heyman not only put on a wrestling clinic, but he put on an acting clinic to people. Let me tell you what I saw. I saw a future movie star in Roman Reigns. I don't know if the, uh, excuse me, I don't know if if Hollywood execs are looking, but if you're looking for the next Dwayne The Rock Johnson, then you may have found him in goddamn Joseph or Noah. So go holler at Big Joe, because the shit I saw with him talking about, yo, Paul Heyman, do what you need to do. You're in the wise man, because I call you the wise man. You understand that? And then Paul jumping when it needs to. Oh, baby, this is the reason why they get paid the big bucks, because they do big buck things. Paul Heyman scurries away after fucking Roman Reigns dismissed him the way he should have done. And then he looks at the Usos. And what does he tell the Usos? He tells the Usos, if you weren't drafted to And the Usos, like the perfect henchmen that they are, fucking go ahead and take those orders and leave. You know why I can say that I feel what goddamn fucking Vince McMahon is doing when it comes to long-term booking in certain regards because he gives a shit like this. If he was able to kind of keep that same energy for the whole show, oh, baby, when I say you you even get the best product of WWE ever would have got, oh, Jesus. Yeah, the first six to six months to a year of that would be a little rough. Because why they transition to see who's got it, who doesn't. But the guys who got it, that are able to intertwine this shit the way you need to. <sighs> Amazing. The first thing I'll say is with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar reminds me now. It's cra- It's like, remember back in the day, if like you knew someone was about to get into a fight after school. Like, oh shit, Tommy and so-and-so about to, about to, they're about to square up after school. And you see Tommy's like a little nervous. Right. And the school's 2 p.m. It's 10 a.m. He's looking at the clock. He sees he sees the bully around, eyeing him up. It's 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1.30 comes around. It's like, oh, shit, it's about to get real. Brock Lesnar is like that bully. It's like, yeah, I'm looking at you. Know, it's, you know what's happening soon, Roman. He just goes in there with that little smirk, and then he just steals an interview, and he, he just goes like, to my good buddy Paul Heyman, I am undrafted. And he does it with a smile. It's like he doesn't have to do and just he's showing all sides of him that it makes you more intrigued because you're no longer looking at Brock Lesnar as the oh shit, he's just here for a year and a half. You're can those, I those, those 30 seconds? Hold on, those 30 seconds he gives you, you're more intrigued than a full-blown five-star match in most cases, because you're looking at you're in you're in awe in the sense of like, oh shit. He's showing range of who right. he is. Absolutely. And that's more intriguing than seeing anyone doing fucking shooting star presses or, or throwing their bodies around like crazy. Let me tell you this. And this is a this is a quick story. It, it, it's not wrestling related, but you brought something up yeah. about putting fights together about yep. a bully. Now, there's a situation that has ugh, and I I am actually gonna send this to my sixth grade teacher. Maybe <laughs> both of them, Mr. Segure and Mrs. Fablay. The reason I'm definitely having sense to Mrs. Fablay because she thought that I put this on for no reason. Because I orchestrated a fight, but it wasn't my fault. Listen, I knew this kid. I'm not going to say their full names. I knew this kid named Ronald. Grew up with them. We went to middle school together. In, it, like, excuse me, uh, elementary school before we got to middle school together. He was my best friend going into 
um, middle school before life happens, right? Now, because we were in different classes. I just got some new friends and whatever, whatever happens, right? So now <laughs> I remember talking to talking to Ronald one day. He was just like, he goes, I just want to fight somebody. I was like, really? I was like, why? He was like, I just do. He was like, he goes, who do you know who I could fight? And I was like, um, and then he was asking me about certain of my friends. I remember he dropped the name Marcus, and Marcus is one of my best friends to this day. I like Marcus and Marcus and my boy Josh growing up. Those are my two best friends. Like, you know, I got a few brothers, you know, Saeed and and, and goddamn Losa in there. But Marcus and Josh, they're both brothers, but they send that like they like those, those are my fucking guys, right? Yeah. Calling my right and my left hand. So even back then, I didn't even know why, but I remember just being like, nah, you leave Marcus alone. Like Marcus don't want to fight nobody. Marcus be out here chilling even though Marcus would fuck somebody up. And this story would be a lot different because Marcus would have fucking dropped Ronald on his head. Um, and it would have all she fucking wrote, all right? Y'all better leave Marcus alone. Now, and then I remember he mentioned another guy named Najee. And Najee, um, I was actually, like, Najee's one of my best friends. Um, like, not, it was Najee and Marcus for the longest time until um, college because things happened, whatever, right? And I remember just being like, nah, you don't want to do anything with Najee neither. Like, leave Najee alone. He was like, okay, whatever. Somehow it got on this guy, Chris. I'm not going to say Chris's name. <sighs> and I remember just being like, I was cool with Chris. I was just like, okay, you want to fight Chris? Like, I'm like, okay. And I was like, you want me to tell him this? And he was like, yeah, tell Chris I want to fight him. So I put this fight. I remember telling Chris, I was like, yo, Ronald wants to fight you. He was like, why? I was like, no reason. We were just talking one day about fighting people. He just wants to fight you now. And he was like, well, that don't make no sense. I was like, it is what it is. I said, he wants to fight you. So <laughs> they fucking, we scheduled it, right? They throw down before school, in middle school, in sixth grade, because we all used to have to conjure together on the football field. And then you would have to go together with your homeroom class before they sent you in. So I yep. put this fight together. Fight was fucking spectacular. Um, <laughs> like, what I mean was one of the fights that no one Black knew the Barry Productions. There we go. Listen, that was the first. No one knew who won because everybody was like, oh, Ronald won. Oh, Ronald, Chris won. It was like all over. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. So I remember fucking Mrs. Fablay. Because uh, we all got <laughs> called in. Like, people got called to the office. Eventually, I got called into the office. And they were like, well, they said that you you said this. And I was like, well, Ronald said he wanted to fight him. And I told him he wanted to fight him. And he was like, they were like, well, Whatever, whatever. I couldn't get in trouble because I didn't do anything. I said, hey. You just relayed the message. Absolutely. I remember they uh, called my mom. My mom was like, well, why would you why would you be like doing this? And I was like, he said he wants to fight him. Like, what am I supposed to do? And my mom didn't realize it. But like when I was younger, my whole thing is like I got friends. And I really do have friends. But like I have this belief. If you have an issue with him, that's y'all problem to figure out. Unless it's on some moral compass or moral ground. No, I don't have any any problem with this. And then even when we were younger, we had a situation like that when motherfuckers got to high school. I did the right thing personally, but I still looked out for the other guy because I was like, that's my guy still. Like, yeah. shit fucking happens, whatever, whatever. Like, but that's just that's just me personally. I know some people be like, oh, that's fucked up. But my whole thing, like, if you if you have a problem with one guy that doesn't like that's especially if everybody's friends are in a group or like knows each other, like I don't got nothing, especially if it's two of my if two of my guys are fighting. It's like, all right, because I was cool with Chris growing. Like, you know, when, we, when I got in the class, yeah. I knew him all the whole time. I was like, all right, if they're going to fucking do it, then I don't got any. Like, I'm just telling somebody, like, that's if you if you were to tell me you want to fight somebody that I knew. Not one of my manses, but if you were like, oh, I got an issue with that guy. All right, we'll go handle that shit. It yeah. doesn't mean that, like, now I wouldn't be trying to put the fight together. But I wouldn't treat you any different than I treated him because that's y'all business. You know what I'm saying? 
You know I mean, it's like when you're friends you... with people, it's like when you're friends with people who break up, you know what I mean? It's like my relationship with you is completely different. Is my relationship with the, you. And my relationship, yes. Yeah. Yes. So how's this tied to Brock Lesnar, son? I'm trying to. I'm... The reason the who reason this got to Brock Lesnar, shot. That's let me tell you. Let me tell you how this ties to Brock Lesnar, because this is the perfect way that WWE can end this. You can have these motherfuckers fight in a way that even if one wins, the everyone's kind of like, ah, that's kind of bullshit. Because Brock is a fucking free agent. Let him win or let him lose. But you don't want you don't want Brock, you don't want Roman to lose his luster, luster, excuse me. And you don't want Brock to lose clean either. So it's gotta be a brawl that everyone's like, who won? You need you need you need someone walking out of there saying Roman run one, and you need someone walking out of there saying Brock won. You that's what Roman, WWE needs. You could have Roman, uh, you could have Brock Lesnar. I mean, excuse me, you could have Roman win the match, but deep down, everyone's like Brock really won that shit. You could have you could have they could both fuck. Or each other. Do you have, or do you have Brock win the match, and people going like, oh, Roman could have won that. I think because it was because who won the last? You know, it's funny. Like who won that last? Yeah, match? we forget that they wrestled already a few times. This isn't the first time. But why is this? Why is it so intriguing now? Is it because fucking because Brock looks like a Viking? Because now? Brock is Brock isn't the baby face. He's I don't know. I guess he's, he's a the vigilante. He's just he's just exactly. He's and now you got a clear fucking heel Roman Reigns, and then we have a we don't know in Paul Heyman. What is yeah. Paul? He's crying, but it's Paul Heyman. It's yeah. Paul Heyman, baby. Yo, when when Roman Reigns said to him, "You are the wise man," because I I say you. I'm like. That was good stuff. I I put my tail between my legs. I felt like I got my pee pee slapped. I was like, oh, all right. Can I can I say this though? <laughs> can I say this? And I Go texted ahead. you this. I know I've been shitting on Kevin Owens a lot lately, but I want people to know this. I paid money and I bought Kevin Kevin Owens merch. Well, excuse me, uh, merch. Excuse me, it wasn't me. It was my ex girlfriend. But regardless, she brought it because I was a Kevin Owens fan. So it's like I brought it. She bought it for me. So I still have it. You rep um, it. You repped it. Yeah. Yeah. I still I still will wear my Kevin Owens shirt. Mm-mm. Excuse me. I used to. I can't wear the public anymore. The reason being is because I can tell right now that Kevin Owens' heart ain't into it. I can tell Kevin Owens knows that the shit he's getting handed is direct because not for nothing. Because Kevin, like it's it's I, I I blame I blame a lot of this on Kevin Owens, actually. Here's why. Yeah, you could have had better book, and yeah, WWE could have took you a little bit more serious. But you know where you're working. You're working with Vince McMahon. You could still be moving and doing what you do, and you could just get in better shape. If you got in better shape, everything you would have wanted, you would have gotten. Yep. Because WWE did give you a push, and they would have kept with that push if it would have been like, uh, like I, not for nothing, I'm a call spade a spade. I couldn't believe you beating Bobby. Don't get me wrong, Kevin. You do have this bill where I can see you beating certain people. Like Samoa. But like, but but no, but see Samoa Joe, I can see beating Bobby because you can look at Samoa Joe and tell that he works out. He's a big I, fucking guy, too. He may be short, he's but he's big. big. He's big. He's big. Even though he may not look the best, he's big. He's still, I think he still looks like a world beater because he he is a thick the way dude. he's built. Yeah. But but look at Kevin Owens' arms. Yeah, he got Ray Mysterio. He no, not Ray Mysterio. Uh, he got uh Dominic Mysterio. Dominic arms. No, he's yeah. got Dominic arms. He got Shanky arms. Like, like, I, no, Dominic. Let's Dominic may have bigger arms than fucking goddamn Kevin Owens. Like, it's it's 
All Kevin had to do was get a little bit bigger, and he would have got his world fucking what he wanted. But you know what? Kevin didn't, so he's not. He's going to leave. Let him go if over and over. You, if your name is not Malachi Black, you should not be wearing basketball shorts or anything like that. Or if your name's not Miro, you should not be wearing shorts as a wrestler. I have a question. I have a question. I don't like John Cena wore. I hate it as well. No, no, I could. Do you actually even know the reason why John Cena started wearing um, basketball shorts? And it's funny because I actually. Why? Why do you wear shorts? I didn't understand it. I actually understand what he's saying because I went through a phase of this when I was in college, but then I got over it. Yeah. His ass is too big and it makes him uncomfortable. I I have the same like my I have the same issue. I know exactly what John was talking about because I remember in college I didn't even know it, but like this girl one day pointed it out, and then after that everyone pointed it out. They were just like, "Why is your ass and your thigh so big?" And I was like, "I fucking squat a lot." And, and it, 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 Bro, as a it man, it, it makes you yams. Who cares? But time out. Did I did I not just say that I I, I don't care now? I've embraced like now. Cena. It's I'm talking about John Cena. Yeah, but when you, I guess when you're on that big of a stage and you look like John does, you're like, oh, I don't want everybody just just talk about my ass. Yeah, but everyone now is just talking about your jorts. You don't care about that though. All right, better. I rather if if you're gonna choose the jorts or the ass, I'd rather the jorts. I guess if I'm John. Okay, right? how about this? You can only wear jorts if you built like John Cena. Kevin Owens ain't built like John Cena. He's coming here with and one fucking mixtape basketball shorts. The shit ain't he wearing high socks. The shit's not working. He look. He's wearing socks that that old people wear if they have bad if they have bad circulation in their legs. It's not a good look for him. I I me personally, I don't like um the like because before there was a point where you looked at Kevin and he looked like like he still was like working out and stuff. Like don't get me wrong, people. Listen, you if y'all know what kind of gang I represent, I represent the kind of fit kind of fat gang. Like that's that's the thing. Like you look at me, you're just like oh. You do everything but a diet. You're right. I have I have a little bit of a stomach that fits my body that I am perfectly happy with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but but like, here's the thing. You but you look like I look at you right now. You're a muscular dude. I look at Kevin Owens. He looks like he's just drinking a six pack from the the back. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like he doesn't. It, it doesn't look, he, he's he doesn't have the best mic skills either. He like he has the in ring capability. He looks he can wrestle. But when I see him throwing down, I'm saying it doesn't look. It look he's trying to. It's a knockoff Stone Cold, and you can't be a knockoff Stone Cold if you're not even built. No, you can't. Well, one, I'll say this. I would say that he does have Mike. Like he has everything but the fucking look, and that's why he's not being pushed and protected the way he needs to be because he doesn't have the look. Like I, I would say that Kevin does actually have some Mike skills, but he just is not like he's just. I don't know. He's just not that guy. But I don't. Maybe it's, maybe it's because of the story. But may, I think it's because it, everything sounds the same to me. So maybe that's why. Because remember, I, I started getting re- back into wrestling this past year again. Like I was, I was more into right. AEW, right? So I was like, I'm not gonna watch WWE because when I was watching it, that shit was terrible in my eyes. I was like, I can't watch this shit. It was over because it was at the era when Brock Lesnar was coming and he was just coming and going whenever he had the type. So it was just annoying. You know what I mean? Uh, remind me of this. I know it has nothing to do with the show, but remind me of this. After the show, I have to um, talk to you about something that someone else presented me with for a few people of us. And you were named. Remind me to, to explain it. Yeah. So now, all right, listen. So, all right. I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And, and when we go to this next segment... I gotta have this conversation. Let's do it. I I want to know something. We'll see me at next segment. Same segment. 
All right, the happy, know, the happy, the happy, Cor- about. I know the happy Corbin about. thing. I was fine, like happy Corbin. Okay, but I because I thought that we were gonna like go to another Corbin, or he would eventually go back to Baron. Like I'm sick. Of, like I, I don't need him as happy Corbin. Like you know what I mean? I thought he was gonna but get over that. Eventually. He pulls it. He well, pulls it off so well. So I'm not mad at it. Okay, so you're right. You're right. We can keep happy Corbin. I'm not too sold on it either way. Like, either, because because Baron to me is like Alexa Bliss. If you give him shit, he turns it into gold, and I would expect it. Chicken, chicken, chicken salad. Baron Baron Corbin, somebody in my mind that WWE should never let go because if you let him go, he's gonna become what he needs to be, and that's like that fucking mega. Like he should be a mega star. Baron Corbin's good. Here's my here's my question. Whose daughter, or maybe son? I don't know. It's 2021. Whose daughter or son did Madcap Moss fuck and piss off that they got his name as Madcap Moss? This is a guy who looks good. He fucking, I don't know if he can talk, but I don't think his name needs to be something like Madcap Moss is the effectiveness of like naming a guy on the NFL, like like a DB number 34. You're like, you have no pull. You probably suck. Like, but then obviously he can't suck because you put him on television early. So, but why Madcap Moss? It's like Bearcat Lee. What's up with all these cats and all this well, shit? No, well, well, Bearcat he got because of the other old, you know, black wrestler stuff like that. Like I get it. Like you know, for some reason we don't do that with black people. We don't do that with no one else. But that's what I'm why they didn't even have to do that to Keith Lee. That's what I'm saying. They did, like, not. They, they, they did not. Keith Lee. It, do we see white board. wrestlers paying homage to older white wrestlers? Uh, if we. Oh, only one I think is like Dolph Ziggler. He pays homage to, to HBK all the time. It seems yes. like. But but listen, if listen, black people, we want true equality. Then certain shit, we listen in certain regards. Yes, we have to pay remembrance and homage. Don't get me twisted. But if you ask me, do I need? Did I need Bearcat fucking a homage from Keith Lee? I would say no. No, oh, and with the basketball shorts, and with the basketball shorts, Keith Lee with the basketball shorts as well. <sighs> All right, back to Mad Cat, whatever his name. Mad Cat. No, 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 no. We have to go to the next segment, baby. What's his name? Mad Cat. Bad Cat. Bad. <laughs> it's Bear Cat. But no, no, we no, have to go no, to no, the, the one with Corbin. Mad Cat Ross. Mad Cat Ross. There we go. Jesus Christ. We'll skip him. We're gonna go. We're gonna leave yeah. that alone. Now, now we're at. Um, they have the next picks. So Drew McIntyre's coming to SmackDown, which I like. Thank God. We um, you said it. It's like, yo, he needs to get away from all this. He could, I, I could see him being a champion on SmackDown. I'm cool with that. Yes. I need to see him and Roman go beef. You have Randy Orton and Matt Riddle staying on Raw. I like it. SmackDown gets the new day. I'm impartial on it. Like, okay, you just, you just brought them it. together. You just, yes. To, fuck. Like, ah, uh, don't even get me started. Now Raw has Edge. After that, Drew McIntyre talks to Caleb Braxton, whatever. Okay, good, cool. He, he obviously is going, says he's going after the bloodline, whatever, whatever. I don't care. Now, 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 now. I want to talk about some of the best work I've seen out of Seth Rollins. Or as I like to say, a fucking big, dumb version of Justin. Because like me, Justin, he does, he, he low-key does look like my partner if my partner had fucking longer hair. A darker, like a, a a more of Italian look, and he had that stupid fucking beard. But they they kind of they they do favor each other. We we call him another word in my house, but I won't say that fucking on air. I just say we call him R worded Justin. So R worded Justin, Seth, which is Seth Rollins, got on got on screen and did some of the best work I've ever seen of him. He goes in the fucking Edge's house. 
Son, let me tell you something. <laughs> he did so many things right. You go in someone's house. First of all, he's got shit on this fucking kitchen counter. You throw your coat on the on on, on the kitchen island table. Woo! Set me off immediately. I was like, oh, he's disrespectful. <laughs> Opens up his motherfucking uh, goddamn fridge. Grabs the orange juice and an apple, which he didn't even peel the apple off of. He's a psychopath. Anybody who eats an apple without peeling it is a psychopath. I mean, I mean, peeling of the sticker. He didn't take the sticker oh, off. He was eating yeah, it almost with the sticker. He's a fucking psychopath. First of all, he didn't what he does. off the apple. That made me uncomfortable. Ah! No, he didn't, he didn't even it's win. fucking crazy. So this is what he does. He doesn't rinse off the apple. He grabs a goddamn fucking orange juice. And the orange juice has obviously been using. Using. What does he do? He sits down at this man's kitchen feet table. Up. Feet that, up. He sits and eats with his children. Puts his feet up. Bites the apple. Drinks out the orange juice without fucking pouring it in a cup, backwashing to the poor heavens. After he does that, he shits on the kids' artwork. Listen, Edge, I get the, the kids. This sucks. <laughs> that, 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 he gets his ass up, searching the house, walks by where the kids leave their fucking their, their, the goddamn school books and shit. Shits on that. Goes into either Beth Phoenix's or Adam's um office. You couldn't tell. Study room, by the whatever. Setup. Yeah, 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 yeah. He sits on the couch like Dave Chappelle did for fucking goddamn the the Chappelle show. The Oprah sat skit, on yeah. there and just no, not the Oprah skit for the uh, fucking Rick James skit. Oh yeah, the nice way play. that Rick was laid yeah. out on fucking Charlie on Eddie Murphy's couch, laid yeah. out on the couch, puts on the firework fire fire display, talking shit. Edge freaks out, calling people. Say, I'm going to call Dave and David, something like that, to that's go there. PR. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting that he said that on live national television. No one picked it up, and I was like, "Wait, hmm, okay, WWE." Like, I'm going to David, David, and be down there. Like, just don't go. Damn the groceries. This was the best Seth Rollins segment I've ever seen. And now I'm excited, like not for nothing. He's another guy you're going to have to do something. WWE is making some guys, but you're going to have to do. You, I need to see that title back on Seth Rollins' waist. Yeah. Seth is giving you some of the greatest shit. Ugh, it's amazing. He, rem- he's, he has like that uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker shit going for him. Just with the arms and doing all that shit and being extra. Yeah. And it works. <laughs> It reminded me of remember when uh what's his name did the uh he did the uh the Diamond Dallas page. Remember he did the whole thing stalking uh Undertaker's Oh yeah, uh, DDP I mean, versus um yeah, Undertaker, Undertaker when he was stack uh, was stalking fun. Sarah. But, but the cool part about like Seth is like Seth don't need to do this. He doesn't have to. He's doing it because he is menacing. Diamond Dallas Page coming from WCW, he had the show like, yo, I'm crazy. I could do this. Seth is doing it because he is a social. He's like, nah, I'm doing no. this because I, I, I want to mess with you. You've done this, you asshole. I didn't think you were coming to SmackDown, so I came to your house. Yeah, he's like, all right, you know what? I don't believe what you say. Any words? <laughs> like, you know what? I came to you. First of all, I'm not going to lie. When you were talking about the Apple shit, and he took the bite, and I saw him almost bite the sticker. I was like, ah, like it was so nasty, bro. I was fucking like, what are we doing here? Like, bro, what are we, what are we really doing here? This is very interesting. And when he said, "Thank God the kids look like Beth," 
bro. <laughs> this kid's so disrespectful. He was throwing throwing shots, even though a fucking young edge was a very attractive man. I'm even older. He looks edge great now, as old yeah. as he is. All right, so on to the next segment, though. Yeah. So you have fucking Liv Morgan going against fucking Carmella. I love um, Carmella. She is fucking hilarious. She is hilarious. She we, makes it work. Can I say something? I want to clap it up for two people. I want to clap it up for Corey Graves bagging Carmella. But I also have to clap it up for Carmella bagging Corey Graves. That's an aggressively good-looking fucking couple of those two. It's a little bit aggressive. What? You don't think so? Corey, his teeth don't do it for me. Everything else is fine. So now listen. Google his teeth. Go ahead. Corey Graves? Google his teeth. I'm about to upset you. Oh, it's fucking what's the name? So what's the name's teeth? His teeth are fine. What's wrong with them? Maybe he got him fixed. I'm looking at his teeth now. They they seem perfectly fine. Like Damian Priest's teeth are worse, and we're fine with him. Huh? Yeah, but it's different because he's tall, all tall, tan, and terrific. So fucking Tory Graves, Corey Graves is pretty tall and he's tattooed. He's not dark, but either way, I'm I'm fine with Corey Graves. I don't know. Um, Corey, he don't do it for me. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm jealous. He has Carmella. I don't know. But Corey Graves doesn't do it for me. He sure enough did get Carmella. I know. Yes, he he look, probably. Looks like it, right? Yeah. So, uh, Kelly vibe, you know, probably just just regardless. But, um, Liv Morgan lost this match to Carmella. First of Um, all, I don't know who did Liv Morgan's hair and decided to give her the interesting bangs, but they fucked her look up. I didn't like it. They should have kept Liv staying the same. They changed her whole look. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Actually, Carmella won that match. Actually, why? Because I, I, it wasn't a match though. I did, yeah. It was just like Carmella just got the better of the exchange because I didn't. She really came know. out with the mask from the movie The Mask, and like, yeah, I don't know. Like Liv Morgan, like, are they trying to bury? What are they trying to do with her? Because they, she, they, she's the over. Like, they, well, like the people love her. Yeah, I know, but they're fucking up her look. Like, why are they giving her these weird little bangs and shit like that? Yo, leave Liv Morgan alone. Listen. Either way, uh, then after that, you have um, SmackDown announces that SmackDown slipped to Baron Corbin and Madcap Moss on his not on him on his name, um, and then Raw selected uh, Ripley and Nikki um, Ash for when they lose the titles and are limited to a brand. That's literally the reason that they that, that they said. Yeah, I was like, what's the fucking point? Like they should if they lose it, they lose it. But yeah, Sonya announced something and let me tell you what she said in this stable, this team fucking money, hit rows on Smackdown, you can't call a better thing, god damn it's good hit row coming to Smackdown, I'm not mad at it and Raw slice of Keith Lee um, and then you have New Day coming out, uh, they make New Day and Street Profits come out to the ring, right? Now you have Otis, Chad Gable, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode going against the New Day and the Street Profits. No respect. No respect for Robert Roode or Dolph Ziggler ever. Because they're because cause those guys are Teflon. Like they're gonna stay where they are in the card. People believe in them, keep them as a tag team. Excuse me, keep them together. They can help guys get over certain things. You could have like, done so much more with Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. It's it's just upsetting. Yeah. I, I any program that they're in, I like I I kind of how, old, how old is Dolph Ziggler? Like Dolph Dolph Ziggler is a Dolph Ziggler is like forty two, I think, like that. 
41. 40, yeah. And then Robert Rude, I think, is like 45, 46. Dolph Ziggler is. He could have been something. He could have been the perfect heel. He like been like HBK. They fucked him. They fucked him up with that with that uh, Alberto Del Rio shit. But Dolph Ziggler is ugh, that guy's a guy. Like I I love me some Dolph Ziggler. He looks like, fun, man. Like he's perfect too. He's like in that in betweener role. Like oh, he's a dick. He's conceited, but you could believe it. You know. I enjoy him. I enjoy him. Yep, that's percent. Um, we I already. Want, I was like, I was like, ah, whatever. Because I like the Street Profits. Don't get me wrong. I I, I do. I like I, I like the New Day, but I'm like. The disrespect, I, I won't watch it. I still like I don't know them personally, but I'm like, I just can't. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, man. I I've no disrespect to Angelo Dawkins. I like Dawkins. I really do. But the first oh. time I saw the Street Profits, when I saw Montez Ford, do you know what I thought of? Immediately. Superstar. The Rock. Yeah. When I saw Montez Ford, when I I said, this guy's the next rock, and you got to get him away from fucking fucking Dawkins. Dawkins is good, though. You know what I need from Dawkins? Lose weight? No. No. Stop wearing basketball shorts? Listen to me. Yeah. Listen listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. If I'm WWE, right? We're a billion-dollar company. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do what what they do for movie stars. I'm going to pay somebody. I'm going to pay them to transform the body of, of, of Dawkins. And I'm going to pay them to show Dawkins how to sustain that at home and how to sustain that on the road. Right? You got one year. One year. Movie stars do it in fucking four months. You got one year because I can't have you use the sauce. Change his body type because I want to bring him back as the fucking as Dawkins is a heel to me. He's not a baby face. He's trying, he's trying to be a baby face, but he's not. You let Dawkins be a bad guy. Dawkins is a legitimate college state wrestler out of Ohio State. You let Dawkins be that. Let Dawkins be that guy. Don't put him with Alpha Academy. It'll be too soon. Too soon. Here's what you do. You 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 know what kind of guy Dawkins is to me. Dawkins is bad news brown. And 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 and, and, and people who may ask who bad news brown is, y'all may know him as Stone Cold Steve Austin, because everything that Stone Cold Steve Austin stands for, bad news brown did away before him. You let Dawkins be like the 2021 version of bad news brown, and obviously with his personality. Oh, I'm telling you, that's that, that's where you go. That's where you do. And the thing that you yeah. do is you let Montez and him have some issues. Let Montez go over because you know you're going home for a year. But when you come back, you're going to fuck Montez up because Montez is going to be doing Montez things getting over. And, that, and then you let Dawkins go over in that one. Yeah, but I don't want – that's the problem, though, is like because I don't want them the, together. The, the street problem I don't want them together. No. But they're so over. You can't. So then, listen. They're over, but they're not like New Day over. They're not over whereas they're making you a whole bunch of money over. Like, they're not. Like, no offense. But I think you make more money with them if you have Dawkins as a heel and fucking Montez as the babyface. Let Montez become the rock. 
When I saw Montez, the first time I saw Montez. Look at Montez when he fought Roman last week. Yeah, I agree. The first time I saw it was during the, when I started watching WWE again was uh, during the COVID era. And how he got so hyped. This is before they were in the dome, the Thunderdome, right? There was no camp. There was nothing. It was empty. And he stole a room that had no fucking people in it. Exactly. Is that you have to, you have to, you have to. I'm not saying this to be an asshole, but you have to, because I'm not saying this to say that Angelo Dawkins couldn't be good. When I'm saying that he could be Bad News Brown, is Bad News Brown with correct booking should have been that guy. Like Angelo Dawkins can be a good, but he's a, he doesn't have a lot of like babyface personality. Angelo, Angelo Dawkins is good with the Street Profits. He'll be great on his own. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's like certain, like it's like we like it's like when we want like an all star basketball team. We want all stars. Sometimes the stars don't always work well together. They're good on their own team. Is because of how they work. Don't get me wrong. They're they're great together, but then you could see that Montez is a he's a Montez is a great baby face, and then and, and then uh, Dawkins is an okay baby face. I get it. Yes, I see. I but see what then- you say. It's like it's yes. like seeing Keith Lee as a as a heel. You're like, ah, it doesn't work right now. No, no. But I think Angelo, like, if they would have let Angelo Dawkins be, don't call him Bearcat, yeah. but you let Angelo Dawkins be the baby face. Yeah. I mean, the heel. We got something. I think I think that's what we got. But yeah. all right. So now, um, is the main event? Even though there were actually three wrestling matches on fucking SmackDown, um, the main event is Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks and. Can I tell you something, one? What's up, bro? Thank you, WWE, mm-hmm. for not only having wrestlers, but really attractive women. Because I objectify. Like, and here's here's the thing, people. I don't want people to be like, oh my God, are you objectifying women? I objectify men too. I am an equal opportunist. I cross both sides of the street. So I'm gonna call it what I see it. The fact that you have Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks in there wrestling, you're hitting all you're hitting the senses. You see what I'm saying? Like it's Becky Lynch in there. We're fucking it's it's grooving. Even the finish. Oh, this was a good match. This was a good match. I enjoyed yep. it a lot. What do you like? I I I have nothing bad to say about it. It set up Crown Jewel perfectly. It, it set it up perfectly, and it almost picks off right where SummerSlam ended for Sasha Banks, and it worked perfectly because like they didn't change Sasha's character. She came back. Yo, I'm just. Listen, I took some time off. Who cares? Deal with it. You're going to watch regardless. Yo, but weirdly with her outfit, right? I thought maybe she had a knee injury, right? Yeah. The Giants yeah, fucking with injury. you? The Giants fucking with you right now? I see you're mad. Bro. It's 21-18, the fucking Saints. <laughs> fucking hate you. But like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Like, I'm sorry. But you saw, like, uh, Sasha, she had that weird outfit, right, with her leg and stuff. I'm like, oh, shit, maybe she has the stone-cold knee brace. I thought she was injured. But then I saw her, her and Karana, bitches. I was like, oh, okay, no, she's just fine. Sasha Banks is fucking beautiful. Shout out to her boyfriend. Are they still together? Husband. Excuse me. Are they still together, that weirdo? Yeah, they are. Good for him. Good for him. Yo, he must be another one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, so Gio, uh, coming from someone who has 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 
done that a few times, you know what I'm saying, seen guys, whatever the case may be. I myself am a surprise to people. That guy doesn't have he, – he doesn't have that trait. He's not a surpriser. Maybe. I don't know, though, maybe, because no. he bagged her. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You can tell, you can tell the way people are built. You can and you can't. Sometimes I'm like, nah, the for the most, for the most part, no, no. Maybe he's that I, 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 I know, I know you know as an athlete because we've been in showers and stuff like that. No, no, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. As an athlete, you see people, yeah. and you're just like, <laughs> I didn't expect that, but I see what this is. Um, <laughs> and something's not in a good way. Um, sometimes you're just like, didn't expect that one. Okay, guy. But, but I'm um, just like, damn, like that guy doesn't have it. No. No. But no. great match. I like where it's going. It's a good match. Um, it was, excuse me. It, it, I, you can't go wrong with Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, and fucking Sasha Banks. I think WWE fucking money, all them money. You could, it don't matter. There's a, I'm gonna tell you this. This man sat back. You know what he realized Bianca Belair is gonna be a bigger star than fucking uh, Rhea Ripley. You wanna know why? You wanna know why he said that? He said that you know why he said it because he put Rhea Ripley in the tag team. He's letting Bianca Belair stay as yeah. mainstay and be the second woman chosen after fucking Charlotte Flair. No, he knows what it is. He's like, nah, Bianca's money. That's that's money right there. Like that's that's what you want in a champion. She literally checks, checks everything. I, I, I strong, athletic, beautiful, clean slate. Like you can't ask and, for anything and more. And can go and can go. Oh, we tied it up. We tied it up. Let's go. Let's go. It's 21 all. Let's go. The Giants are always here. We're never not here. You understand me? Fight until the end and go. Let's go. Let's go. Now, listen. WWE Smash. Oh, yeah. Great. The same way with you all. Wonderful time. Wonderful. Wonderful. I can't hear you, bro. I think Mike fucked up now from all the screaming. Seriously? Speaking to it? Fuck you. You can hear me because I can hear myself on your mics. No, I can hear you, but like it sounds lower. What about now? Still sounds pretty low. I don't know. That's weird. Damn. Really? There you go. Now you go. Certain angles. Okay, I guess. What about now? Can you hear me fine? I don't know. It doesn't sound the same. Really? Very right there. Huh. So because I was screaming earlier. No, now it sounds better. Now it sounds normal. Okay, so we're good. Now you're good. Yeah, it sounded. It it, it sounded. It was like. Like it was half of what you sound like. I, right pr- I probably I probably spiked because I was screaming and yeah. And now it sounds good. Stuff. I was like, "What the fuck yeah. is going on?" I had, to, I, had to, I had to turn some things up. Um, <sighs> this is oh man, this is this is fucking crazy. This is fucking crazy right now. We're on fucking one and ten. It's the fourth quarter. Twenty three seconds left. Uh, the goddamn uh, uh, James Winston has the ball. <sighs> yes, he missed the target. All right, people, listen. This has been a no sell podcast. We fucking talked about everything. We're on SmackDown. Um, right now, the Giants are doing well. I'm trying to leave on that same energy because I got chores to do. I'm going to fucking finish watching this game. I'm going to smoke. I got to wash the dog and fuck. Excuse me. I'm going to walk him first. Then I'm going to clean this fucking room. Then I'm going to wash his ass. And then I'm going to be fucking for a great night uh, later tonight watching the Bucks and the fucking Patriots. I'm going to be hanging out with Justin. So my life is great. Gio's doing well. He's going to be fucking killing it. His project is killing it. Life is fucking going well. His <laughs> wife is going to be fucking coming home later today. He's going to have some fun. Um, You know, listen, peace, love, and chicken. You have anything else to leave the people with, Gio? Nothing, man. But next week, we always – I think it's just fun that we just fuck with people. Yeah, yeah we're going to talk about AEW next week. We're going to talk about AEW. One day we will. We will. It's gotten good. 
It's gotten good. It's just got to get better. Because don't get me wrong. Because WWE in certain regards was going down. They're trying to make a comeback. But you know what? Maybe, maybe Gio and I will be talking after this. And we'll be trying to figure some things out for y'all in regards to AEW. But maybe you no know, will. Maybe I you never won't. have words at the end. You kill it. You tell people what you know. I'm I'm a simple man. I'm happy with the podcast. Like, share, subscribe. That's all we ask. Like, That's all we ask. Share, subscribe. Like, if, if you a weirdo like me that likes watching watching podcasts and seeing what the people actually pull up, watch this motherfucker on YouTube. If you just need it, something fast in the car, find it on Spotify. And what is your brother's podcast the name uh, again? The the Mac and Zach, uh, Mac versus Zach podcast. Make sure you turn podcast. up the, Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm pulling it up again because I'd be messing up names. Because you make sure, me, make sure you a, check out the. Movie. Make sure you check out. I thought it was Zach versus Mac podcast. It is Zach um, versus. It is no. It's Mac see? versus Zach. No, it's oh, it Mac is. Versus, is the Mac versus Zach podcast. Y'all make sure you check out the Mac versus Zach podcast. They're fucking really good shit. They're really uh, the the shit is good. Um, I am actually going to be talking to Geo a little bit later. Um, uh, trying to talk to his brothers. Possibly, you know, you may see Dean on there. May see them or the Black and the Berry talk about sports. Whatever the case may be, you never fucking know. I don't know how they do things, but. But um, we'll see if I can get on in there and talk about some football. Now, listen here. We're the Nose Hell Podcast. We will get your wrestling fucking needs. Um, peace, love, and motherfucking chicken. I am Dean. That is Geo. We are out. And listen to this on the way out. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it is it playing? Nope. Baby. Boom, 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 boom.